Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1 and there's great value for you at even that level. So please join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. 
Having slain ghosts, seen dead hands come to life, and rejoined forces, the mystery punchers have found a new mystery to punch. Adrian wanted to attack everything he could. Richter was excited to be on a new case, and Red became determined to solve Benny's disappearance and find the man they're looking for at the same time. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. So having decided to investigate the dockyards um, and the sort of shipyards to see what may have happened to Wesley Wilcox, um, the three of you uh, have a moment to kind of stock up on any gear you want uh, before you sort of head for there. Um, Richter, is there anything in your shop you think you'd want to take? I'm going to bring Benny's hand. Yep. Um, He has proven to be quite lively of recent, so always happy to bring... Uh, another one of the mystery punchers along. Uh, the one suited almost best for doing the punching, really, <laughs> when you think about it. Um, what else would I bring from the shop? It's a really neat coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't... I feel like I would that... ask you for the most, like, the best thing for fighting a ghost that you have. <laughs> Because Red's got the knife, and I'm like a brawler, so it can be whatever it is, but I want the most magical thing you have for ghost punching. The most magical thing I have for ghost punching? Tom, do we want to go full supernatural and get, like, shotgun shells full of, like, rock salt or whatever? Sure, man. You, you <laughs> go nuts. Sure, okay. Um, okay. Well, you can have those. <laughs> I would think punch the what I'd, just for punching. What okay. I'd give you for now is the um, From Dust Till Dawn special, where you can, like, file... Uh, crosses into bullets or, or shells. I don't think you would have. No, no. I, yet I, I misunderstood. I misunderstood the question of having things for him to use. I see. I was thinking like, here, take my shotgun. But you specifically want to punch stuff. Yeah, so I'm not as good with the shooting. I it's have um, in like a display case or something like that. Um, some like uh, anointed uh, rings, um, and they have been blessed. Is how the story goes, um, and so based on what I've read about ghosts and things like that, they would potentially have the biggest possible impact. Um, these were um, rings that were actually stolen from uh, the catacombs uh, in the Vatican. <laughs> this, this is now <laughs> like... Stolen Pope rings? Yeah, yeah. This is now like Richter's like... He, he has this on like the display card kind of thing, right? Like who knows where these rings came from, but this is kind of, kind of his embellishment. So yeah, they're, they're, st- they're the stolen rings of Pope's past. Um, and so he will uh, uh, open the case um, and, uh, and and give them to you. Okay, thank you very much. If you put those on, they should help you with punching ghosts. I've never seen it done, so I cannot make any promises. And papal decrees. Yeah, I put them on. And I'm like, Am I married to the Pope now? You are married to at least six popes. <laughs> oh, wow. And Jesus. Oh, he's in all of our hearts at all the time. Or not. You didn't make it entirely clear to me whether he was real. We don't like church. Remember? That is true. Do I have to kill Jesus? If you see Jesus, you go right ahead. Wait, no. Adrian's rule. He has to try to kill us first, unless Richter's book says he's mean. Richter you get is real Jesus political mean. up in here, but I'm not going to. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, everybody like climbs in the car as they, this conversation continues happening. Let me tell you about the things that Jesus had people do, <laughs> and they drive yeah, off. Yeah, everyone drives off. Um, as you do, um, 
Red, out of the corner of your eye, um, as the, the car pulls away, um, you see uh, something kind of surprising to you, something that, that you, you didn't expect uh, you would see here. Um, but it's an ice cream truck, uh, and it seems to be rolling down the street, um, sort of uh, with a with a light tune playing. Um, but what's weird is uh, the tune is Danny Boy, uh, which of course in like weird ice cream truck sound, but it's not exactly what you would expect coming off of an ice cream truck. Uh, but also you recognize this ice cream truck, um, and it's actually uh, from your days. Uh, from the bad old days, uh, or the good old days, depending on how you want to view them, um, back in Boston. Um, and you recognize it as the ice cream truck uh, of uh, sort of an old friend of yours named Robert Lee Walker, who is a uh, a gun runner and kind of a, a general, uh, kind of a get-you-what-you-need kind of person. Um, who used to work uh, work the streets, and um, in almost uh, John Wick terms, he was kind of a neutral party yep. amongst the different gangs. Uh, but you and he actually struck up a, a bit of a friendship. Uh, Adrian really liked getting the ice cream, uh, and you really liked getting guns. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no reason he should be here in Helmfirth. Okay. Um, so you see the truck, and then it turns a corner and drives off. And obviously, like, Adrian's driving to the waterfront. So think of this kind of as, like, a, you're turning a corner. You hear it, and it's kind of like, what the fuck? You see it, uh, and then it drives off in, um, in a different direction, and you continue driving south. Adrian, turn the car around right now, please. Okay. Uh, and I just turn around, and <laughs> I just start going truck. straight backwards. Follow that ice cream truck. You hear that sound? Uh... Can I hear it over the sound of the car now, Tom? Where is it? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's faintly... T- I think basically once she's clued you to it, like, you know this sound. Oh, it's Bobby Walkie's ice cream. For the love of God, could this day get any weirder? Um, so you, I assume you're tra- chasing down Bobby Walkie's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. The name is, that's how I remember it. It's yeah, too I, long. No, I, I know. I know. Rick like slides around in the back seat as you make your big turn. He's like, uh, excuse me, if I'll be going. My apologies, Richter. This will hopefully just take a minute. You get to pick whether you want an ice cream or a gun. <laughs> we can get ice cream later. We are, no, no, this is very important. So you cut off the ice cream truck. It, it like pulls to a halt. And it is like a classic fucking just out of a dream ice cream truck. Um, and... Um, so uh, you cut it off, uh, the car slams on the brakes, um, and um, uh, Robert Lee Walker kind of pokes his head out of the window, and uh, he is just a, a perfectly generically handsome man. Like, think uh, like a the Walmart equivalent of <laughs> John Hamm. Just like, you know, he's not, not quite John Hamm, but like a guy you would see around John Hamm. Uh, like a young Aaron Eckhart? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but from, like, before he was really famous, we were kind of like, oh, you you got there. You're present. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll say young Aaron Eckert's a good uh, a good vibe. Uh, and he's in full, like, classic ice cream man thing. He's got, like, the white apron. Uh, he's got, like, the little, like, weird paper hat. Paper white hat. Uh, he's wearing a red striped shirt, a little bow tie. Um, and he pops his head and he says, well, hey there, folks. Um... Sorry, it looks like you got in the way of my ice cream truck. I was trying to get out here to deliver some sweet treats to, to the kids. Would, would you mind moving? 
I open the car door. Oh, yeah. And I, I walk up to the window and I say, I would like one birthday cake ice cream cone, please. Fucking shit. He's like, holy shit, Adrian. And he just throws his arms around you. He's like, Bobby Walkie's got an ice cream cone for you, bud. I like today. Um, I'm getting out of the car as well. And he's well. like, oh, what the fuck? Red? Bobby, what are you doing here? <laughs> what am I doing here? What the hell are you two doing here? Oh, guys, no, no, you can't be here. Guys, you, you really shouldn't be here. Why not? Well, didn't you hear? Al's, uh, Al's expanding. Into Helmfirth? I mean, yeah. He's here. No, not yet, but, you know, he's, he's starting to put the feelers out. What the hell are you guys doing here? You're not trying to run a, run a con or something out of <laughs> Helmfirth. We're just here to take care of some old business. Uh, well, I'd say take care of it pretty darn quick, because he's, he's coming. And why are you here? Laying the groundwork, I'm assuming? I mean, look, I, I, they say where there's smoke, there's fire. I just, uh, I want to be the kindling, you know? Grandpa Richard, do you want a gun or an ice cream? Wait, Adrian, your grandpa's here? Yeah, this is Grandpa Richard in the back of the car. Well, howdy there, uh, uh, Mr. Richard Diesel. It's no, a pleasure to meet you. No, chocolate. Uh, all right, chocolate, chocolate for him. Uh, so, listen, Red. Uh, seriously though, there's a there are a bunch of Capone's guys are, are going to be coming through here. How soon? Uh, I mean, not for another uh, maybe week, but um, shit. Why here? Uh, apparently, it's a it's a pretty good uh, sort of junction point along the way. It's got good access to the water. The the roads are getting a bit too patrolled. I think Capone's trying to use it as a bit of a bolt hole, kind of a, a place to store his stuff on on route. Is he doing any stuff by the docks? I mean, uh, I, uh, he doesn't tell me anything. Look, I'm I'm just a humble ice cream and uh, munitions salesman. God damn it! I do not need this right now. Uh, well, is there anything you do need? I mean, always happy to help out a friend. How are, how are your, uh, your, your, your sweet little pals there doing? Any kind of gestures to your guns? Oh, they are, they are serving me very well, baby. Thank you very much. But, oh, shit. And she's, like, like uncomfortably looking around as if Al is just going to, like, spring <laughs> from behind the next tree. Um, do you know a guy named Ronnie Heimer? Uh, no. Uh, is he, is he new? Is he part of your crew? Is he a new, uh, uh, shoelace? No. Oh. The shoelaces are, well, let's just say they might have died in Boston. Um, oh, I'm here I'm sorry not to hear that. entirely as an official part of the gang. Well, Al Capone will do that to you, won't he? Well, I mean, he's, he's got a bit of trouble, um, and he kind of leans down and he, like, tips his hat. He's like, the, uh, the feds are after him for tax evasion, if you can believe it. Tax evasion. Well, they haven't been able to get him any other way. Oh, no, they're not they? going to get it for tax evasion. That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> no one would write a not. story that's stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. They'll be like one of those dumb pulp novels. That doesn't go down in the history books. <laughs> of course. Do you want to join the mystery punchers? Uh, no, I am uh, staunchly independent, but thank you for the offer. I don't want to share the backseat. It's okay. I'm going to give you your chocolate, Grandpa. Okay. Well, is there anything you can tell me about? Anything else you can tell me about this? Well, okay. Look, as you know, like Capone's currently locked up, but his his operations are still running. Um, and he's, uh, I mean, obviously he's he's locked up, but he's not, you know, out of the game by any stretch. Of course not. Um, 
So, uh, no, um, he, uh, last I heard, uh, a couple of his lieutenants, uh, were acting on orders to, to try and spread out a bit, uh, things are getting a bit too hot in Chicago. So, you know, Boston and, uh, and I guess Helmforth are, are kind of next on the menu. So, um, <clears throat> I, as you know, uh, me and, uh, Capone have kind of had a, a, a couple rough patches along the way. So you and me both. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I figured I would just be, uh, just a friendly face they could see when, when they arrived in here in Helmforth, but I never expected you'd be here. Uh, the good news is because the big guys behind bars. I mean, if if you wanted to to try and hold the territory, you probably could. It's just you got to be ready for him. Yeah, he can't have my house. This town is not a town of gangsters and bullets. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's pretty quiet. Yeah, well, I'm not going to hold the town with myself and Adrian. Well, it might be no time offense. to make some friends. What about Grandpa Richard over there? He's got Grandpa it. Richard, are you prepared to f- are you prepared to fight in a gang war? In a bowl. I don't want a cone. Oh, yeah. God, that's, sorry, that's, I always go for the bowl. That's a no. All right. Well, I mean, look, between you and me, I'd, I'd much rather uh, you <laughs> run these things. Um, uh, you know, uh, the fact that Capone got got thrown in the clink, even for something as stupid as this tax evasion thing, which obviously isn't going to stick. No, um, he'll but, be out in a week. Yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt. Uh, that's totally how that story will end. I don't know. He doesn't pay his taxes. I mean, who does? Neither do we, honey. Oh, we should do that. I have a house. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll do. We'll get to the tax episode next. Um, <laughs> but uh, regardless. Um, you know, figure out what you got to do. Maybe this will all blow over. Um, but, uh, you know, here's the thing. If Capone really does end up out of the game, then there's going to be a lot of people vying for, for power and a lot of empty vacuum. So just, uh, just be careful. Okay. You too. And remember, if you need me, there's always ice cream. Cool. <laughs> uh, here's like, our address and our phone number. No, no, that no, is much no. more helpful than me just running around playing the song. But listen, Red, I know how these things go. He takes a look at it, then he like rips it up and swallows it, and he's like, "I'll um, I'll be sure to buzz by every so often, um, because you know I want to make sure you're well equipped and want to make sure those those guns I helped to uh, make for you aren't uh, aren't giving you any trouble." I appreciate that. I've always enjoyed our working relationship. Well, thank you. Uh, you too, Red. And, and you too, Adrian. And you too, Grandpa Richard. And he, uh, he, he takes your ice cream and he goes, Hey, uh, do you want sprinkles? Yeah, yeah, sure. And then he turns to Adrian and he goes, Meow. Sprinkles. Laugh like fucking Seth Rogen. He's like, anyway, those cost extra. Here's your ice cream. And I give him $5. Great. Holy and he, um, he he looks at it, he's like, oh, thank you. And he tucks it up into his hat. Um, and Red, uh, he's he turns to you and he goes, look, um, just a, a parting gift for you. You know, again, I w- want to make sure you, you you guys make it out okay. Um, these are these are something we, we've been experimenting with a bit. Uh, I mean, some of, the, some of my uh, weird contacts, as it were. Um, they're a little, uh, how to put this, uh, punchier than, uh, than the average shell. Uh, so uh, I can only give you five, but um, these uh, these bad boys uh, when when they when they hit you they um, well not to put it too delicately they explode so uh, use them wisely. Now um, that is sexy. <laughs> uh, and he winks and he hands you the box and he says, um, and uh, with that I gotta take my leave. After all, there are gangsters who might need guns and kids who might need delight. 
Uh, and then he fires up the the song, and it's still Danny Boy, uh, and off he he drives. Yeah, and some of those are one and the same. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Uh, so we get back in and I give everybody their ice cream. I'm like, so if, if the whole gangster army is coming, what if we team up with the ghosts? Because, like, you aren't scared of anything, but you were scared of the ghosts. And the ghosts were like, get out of my house. What if we put that ghost, like, in a town? And then it was like, get out of my town. I think that is a brilliant idea that we can perhaps explore later. And Adrian floors it. Uh, Richter, how's your ice cream? That's that's pretty good. I haven't had ice cream in a long time, so it's it's a nice treat. Yeah, I guess the door-to-door ice cream isn't really... Uh, So you make your way to the docks. Um, Again, the rain hasn't stopped at all during any of this. Um, And as you get down, uh, there's a sense of just almost dampness to to even the the, the street. Um, you're in a, a bit more of an industrial district on the edge of town. And um, sure enough, there is a um, sort of a, a, a large uh, large building with a, sort of a dry dock in it um, and a few, uh, just a bunch of boats kind of pulled up on, on the side. You get the sense that it's um, it was once probably a thriving operation and now it's kind of a surviving operation, if that makes any sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pull up to it. Uh, let me just check my notes here, but what it's called, cause we're on a different page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you pull up and, um, it's, uh, it's just called, um, uh, reliable and seaworthy. Uh, it's kind of like done in like a so-and-so and sons kind of, uh, signage. Um, the sign is very worn. Um, and, uh, again, just like, 
there's almost a sense of rot to a lot of the wood you can see here. Um, the docks are kind of nestled away on the edge of um, uh, like sort of a copse of woods. Um, it's far enough out of town that you're kind of nestled in amongst um, some of the, the greenery uh, in this area. You get the sense that this would actually be a pretty beautiful site if it weren't pissing rain. Uh, and you can see the uh, the sort of surface of the uh, the water just being pockmarked with uh, with raindrops. Um, you can see people kind of milling about. Um, there seem to be about three staff members. Uh, there's um, sort of a, a man and a woman out um, just like polishing um, the side of a boat, um, but obviously having a hell of a time with it. Um, and then there seems to be someone kind of like in an office. I'm going to the office. Right. What? Everybody who disappeared worked here. So, like, what if we got jobs and like hung out, and then when they came to get us, we punch them? You know, Adrian, that's actually not a terrible idea. Also, I want to polish a boat. I see. Well, perhaps you could get a job. Okay. Is, um, side note, did that is that what she said? That everybody, like all the people who had disappeared? Were... Uh, she didn't, but it is true. Oh, okay. So intuitive. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a feeler, not a thinker. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. You know what? Why not? How does that sound to you, Richter? Perhaps we could get our friend a job. Uh, I think that's uh, uh, a good place to start. I wouldn't mind still interviewing the people here who knew uh, young Wesley. Well, we see. need to know what kind of working environment he's walking into. Perhaps where people have been abducted. You know, that kind of thing would be helpful to establish uh, a sort of perimeter of some kind. I agree. I uh, bet they got abducted in the dark. Um, I, I bet it was at night, Yes. <laughs> you say as the three of you walk up to the thing. So given that you're trying to get Adrian a job, uh, are you going to show up all together? Are you going to go interview them and then send Adrian for the job? Send Adrian in for the job first. What's the order of ops? Um, I think I would actually talk to people. I feel like Adrian would be surprisingly adept at getting himself a job repairing boats on his own. <laughs> would um, we? Like this is like the, like this is an activity that I'm like, I actually don't think I need to like, Sweet talk for him. Um, I might go talk, to, you know, because like it's not the worst thing if he doesn't get a job. We can, you know, so I'm going to go talk to the people repairing the boats. Would we um, bring these people in on the plan of like, we're going to have our associate, you know, take up a job with you and whatever. And if someone tries to abduct him, he'll be able to defend himself and then we'll be kind of on their case. Like, would we be telling them that kind of stuff? I don't see a downside. Just because they won't look like an extra hand for actual literal work, and I think I think it would depend on um, how quiet the boss, like whoever you know is hiring, uh, how they feel about the abductions. Mm, okay, because if they're like, nope, no abductions here, everything's oh. fine. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that would be something to suss out, and then yeah, like what if I they're would, what if they're in on it? Exactly. So I would I would say we tell the the coworkers who probably have much less power than the boss, but we. Suss out the boss's feelings about this All whole right. situation. All right, cool. Uh, cool. So you enter the dockyard and um, kind of approach the office, um, and you see uh, sort of a, um, a fairly large man, um, sort of, uh, he's got uh, like sort of a clear beer gut, um, but also his arms are like tree trunks. Like he's just like a solid, solid looking guy. 
Um, he's wearing um, sort of a, a singlet and um, an open uh, flannel shirt um, that's very well worn and kind of a, a bit greasy from um, grease. <laughs> the movie. He's been watching the movie a lot. Um, he gets sweaty every time he watches <laughs> yeah. it. And uh, he's um, he's got literally a corn cob pipe that he is, uh, is sort of puffing uh, away at. And you can see that he's uh, looking over um, sort of a, a big accounting book uh, and just muttering to himself. Frosty. <laughs> I wish they put this corn cob pipe in someone who ran a more successful shop, he says to himself. Hello? Hello. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Uh, hey. Sorry. I didn't see you there. I was deep in the maths. Uh, can I help you? Yeah. Yeah. Good day. My uh, My name is Victor. Yeah, Victor. It's uh, It's good to meet you. My name is. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me uh, check my ledger here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Reginald McDonald. Reginald McDonough. Uh, Reginald. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. My associates. Uh, Addy and Red. Red, ma'am. Oh, so I'm, nice to meet you. Am I inside? I thought I was staying outside. Oh no, I thought you were getting you're getting the job. Oh, I would like a job, please. Oh, uh well, look at this fellow. He's a little overdressed for it. Uh, we don't really go in for the fancy stuff here. He just wants to make a nice impression. I take off my tuxedo jacket and then I start unbuttoning my shirt and it comes off. And the reveal is despite the fact that I look like a spooky giant lurch <laughs> i am disturbingly large underneath like <laughs> professional wrestler over six six large yeah. oh wow hey uh i want to polish your boat all right uh do you have any experience with uh with fixing fixing boats yeah i fix cars all the time did you know any car you could just take uh we'll keep that between us i think uh <laughs> but yes i am aware of that <laughs> And he looks at his car and then looks back at you. Um says, All right, well why don't you why don't you show me what you got and we'll 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 see we'll see about that job. Uh so Ryan, can you roll me an operate heavy machinery <laughs> or a mechanical repair? Okay, I'll do mechanical repair. Because I operate heavy machinery, I have one point. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Okay, that is a, 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 a fail. I would have to use up almost all my luck to correct it. <laughs> so, is it a fumble? I don't. What does that mean? Ninety-six to hundred. No, 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 it's not a crit fail. No, no, no. So you walk out and uh, you look back, and it's kind of a watch this, uh, and you go to polish the boat, but I think it's at a bad angle for you, so you just push it up and over. Oh god! Um, and uh, the boat like falls off its its uh, sort of like frame, uh, almost crushes the guy on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then you begin to polish it and he's like, no, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's good. We're Great. Good here. I want to come back into his office and be like, so I got the job. Look, kid, I appreciate your, your moxie, but, uh, no, we're not hiring. Not and, after that performance. And then I want to like lean forwards and crack my knuckles with the rings on him. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can make some room. <laughs> uh, he just shakes his head and he goes, kid. Again, I like you. Your friends seem nice. You really don't want to do that. Please, he doesn't... He just sometimes has such a a hard time communicating. It's just, it's very difficult to find him a job. Is this your little brother, (laughs) ma'am? Is it that obvious? Well, I see the family resemblance. (laughs) There was no family resemblance. (laughs) It's just, we've been, we're new in town, 
and I'm trying to find something that'll keep him occupied. It's it's very difficult to do that. And he's a good learner. He just needs to be shown how to do it. All right. Well, listen, uh, c- can he fish? Yep. All right. Um, well, look, I got to tell you, after a performance like that, I don't want anything to do with this guy. But I might have something for him. Can you roll me a... I think you're using charm. Roll fish. Yeah, roll, <laughs> roll to teach a man to fish. I'll feed him for a lifetime. If he also has fishing equipment and lives near fish. Roll charm? Yes. <laughs> teach a man to fish. He just plays really weird songs and has a great following. Mm. Oh, damn. Holy shit. I know I'm going to use luck for that. I have a 90 in charm and I just rolled a 92. Oh, damn. Oh. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I have so much luck. All right. So, so you, you scooch across the luck yeah, line. It's a luck point per number. You can spend three points of luck and you'll be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So gonna, yeah. it's not a huge success. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. Um, so he goes, look, I, I can't, I, I can't, I, I appreciate that. You know, my, uh, uh, my older sister's real, real, always looking out for me too. Um, but uh, I can't, I can't give her a job here. But I'll tell you what I can do. Um, we've got a new client who's uh, all, all these boats are hers actually. Where, uh, where she's, she's got us working overtime. Um, she runs a, uh, a fishing operation uh, out of uh, Innismouth down the coast. Uh, they always need big, strong guys out on the boats to, uh, to reel in the fish. So I tell you what, uh, you know, there's not, there's not much you can fuck up if you're the guy pulling up the net, you know. Uh, but this this year, this is a delicate operation, and I uh, can't can't have them uh, screwing it up for us. So I tell you what, you go. Um, uh, she's uh, she set up a temporary office in town here. Uh, she's getting her boats fixed. Uh, she says uh, they're they're looking to move, so they, they might have a, a permanent location here. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're looking for the uh, the Bubba Giles uh, Fishing Co. Um, what a fun name, isn't it though? I What's a, her name? Uh, uh, she, her name is uh, Beatrice Giles. Of Bubba Giles Fishing Co. Don't know who Bubba is, but uh, she's uh, she's a uh, she's a pretty nice lady. Pretty pretty exciting. Well, that's so nice. And and when exactly did she when did she come into town? Oh, um, so she brought in uh, a bunch of these boats here uh, about a week ago. We uh, we started working on some of them and uh, run aground. Uh, you know, various wear and tear. Um, it seems. Uh, yeah, you ever been in this mouth? Uh, you know what? I actually don't think I have. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a shithole. It's a real, it's a real cruddy town. <laughs> oh, so, that's nice. Uh, I can understand. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I, I don't, don't mean to swear in, in front of uh, such a dainty lady as yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, it's a, it's a crud town. Um, so I, it's, I can understand. She wanted slightly better craftsmanship. So, you know, she came to the bustling metropolis of Helmfirth to get, uh, get exactly that. Well, it seems like you know exactly what you're doing, so... I wouldn't question her decision. Well, thank you, ma'am. Uh, how so about you? If I do that job, do I work here? Uh, no, no. You'd be uh, you'd be working on on our boats, but uh, I don't know. You might get to hang around here for a bit. I mean, these boats aren't taken to the sea anytime soon. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much for that. Ah, you're welcome. Your world okay. <laughs> that Just spent luck so after all. Meta. My goodness. Well, that's that's my middle name, <laughs> Reginald Meta McDonough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he gives you the address of um, the Papa Giles Fish Co. Uh, and it's it's like um, one of the offices, uh, kind of downtown Richter. You would know this. There's um, some storefronts that have been abandoned for a long time, um, and this is one of them. Okay. So it was for rent, and um, it's probably well set up. Um, 
so is there anything else you wanted to ask him before you go? I just want to make sure that these um, working in the docks is, is safe, you know, caring about my family and all that. Well, look, the sea's a cruel mistress. I'll tell you that much. But on land? Well, the land is also a cruel mistress. The sky, don't know about that. Maybe a cool mistress. Not sure. <laughs> in any case, uh, I got to tell you, working on the boats on the land, pretty safe. Uh, although... I got some pretty unreliable guys, so some bad influences. But at sea, that's where, I'm, where, where a man can really become himself, you know? I do know. In the Navy. Go, go join your fellow man God in the Navy. God damn it. Anyway, maybe I'll write that down sometime. I got to get back to my accounting. Maths won't do themselves. They certainly won't. He pulls out an abacus. We'll be going. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Oh, you're most welcome. If any of your boats ever get broken, bring them to me. I have so many. <laughs> I hope so. I really could use the business. Um, and uh, you guys go back and get in the car. Yeah, I put on my tuxedo. So should we just like hide in the woods and wait? <laughs> Richter, this whole time, has just been wide-eyed and grinning ear to ear. Just so thrilled with that little improvisational charm you whipped up there kind of thing. So he was just the whole time kind of just pressed up against the wall like a member of the audience just like looking back and forth at the exchange. Uh, and so now that they're out of there, he just like kind of lets out a big, oh, that was really something. You, you, you became like a whole other person. Yes, it's... I didn't feel like my current form would have gone over very well with him. That, I... I, I, I I, I I wasn't sure if I should, you know, kind of jump in as a, as a crazy uncle again or, or, or as a, I should be like someone else, like maybe someone looking to buy the business or, <laughs> or I, so I, I just didn't want to, you know, get in the way. It was very exciting to watch, so. Red, maybe you need to like come up with a code because you tell me what to do to make things better. What if you told Grandpa Richard what to do? Like you're like, I need a crazy uncle, and then you give him the crazy ass. Oh no, <laughs> I, I I don't know, you guys. It's very exciting, but very I, it's stressful to be making things up on the spot like that. It used to be stressful. You get used to it. Don't worry. Yeah, three or four or seven or five times, and you'll be good to go. Uh, well, maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I do think we should uh, uh, drive a little further down the coast here uh, to where they are, um, where the Bubba Giles uh, company is kind of trying to revive some of the businesses there. Um, there's not a lot going on, usually. Um, so well, no. anything we do see, we should be able to... We, sorry. <laughs> um, it, it, this is a real dramatic pause. Like, who's what? And with that pause, God the mystery it. punchers consider their next move. But that's a story for another night. Apparently, how dare you! Make it seem like you're about to save us and then just double down on the awkward bullshit. <laughs> okay. 
This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish contact day is in but a few short months which means it is time to begin preparations for the bi-decennial festival this year we are celebrating every one of you living in my beloved Windfall. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready? to speak kindly with me now, child. I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring <laughs> Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.